Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Atlanta Discuss. And today we have another very interesting topic. Today we're going to be talking about cryptocurrency. Is it here to stay? As you all know, at Atlanta Discuss, we embrace humanity to disseminate positive news in a world filled with bad news. We give a voice to the unheard. We balance the information equation, discuss the facts wherever it leads to, combining the best of all races to get the best out of mankind, serving a, as a bridge between the developing and the developed world, embracing art, sports, politics, IT, and faith-based issues, and we never run away from the fact. Today, we have a guest in the house, a specialist in this area. His name is Peter Oladeji. He's an infrastructure engineer, he's an investor, and a fantastic dad, that much I can tell you about it. Welcome, Peter. Hey, thank you, Hadi. Nice meeting you here. Okay, fantastic. So, we want to cut the chase, but before we start asking, there are a lot of questions for you, because I've told people and they've sent me a lot of questions. So, but I just want to give a background on how we uh, came about cryptocurrency, where it came from, who started it, you know, before we start uh, asking you all the uh, technical questions. So the story of these virtual coins begins with one person, a cryptographer called uh, David Chalm. In 1983, the American uh, developed a cryptographic system called eCash. 12 years later, he developed another system, the DigiCash, that used cryptography to make economic transactions confidential. However, the first time the idea of the term cryptocurrency was coined was in 1998. That year, we began to think about developing a new payment method that used the cryptographic system whose main characteristic was uh, decentralization. So Sakashi, uh, that's uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of the first cryptocurrency. Uh, you remember the global economic crisis uh, that began more than a decade back then. And that was in uh, more than a decade. I think that was 2008. A funding crisis affecting everyone, including American superpower, you know, so that made a lot of people start thinking out of the out of the box. So, you know, so so at that time, the guy, people call it a pseudo name. So in 2009, the so-called Satoshi Nakamoto, a person whose identity is still secret, created the first cryptocurrency called Bitcoin. As you have already read, he was not the first person who came up with the idea to create it. What was the intention behind it to create a new way of payment? that could be used internationally, decentralized, and without having any financial institution behind it. So what drove him to create this currency was the first big economic crisis, like I said earlier, that affected millions of citizens. Also, the need to make people see that there is another type of money, which is not the conventional one that you can also use and benefit from. So in the, for that reason, we have brother son that knows very much about it, a fantastic investor, is my go-to person in this area, so, Peter, welcome once again to Atlanta Discuss. Thank so, you, Abe, and thank you for having me. All right, good. So, let's go straight. Peter, what is cryptocurrency and what problem does it solve, really? Uh, I think uh, you've really laid this bed so well for me with that brief history, and I should be able to swing it uh, on it so smart, you know, so safe smart. Uh, with all the background history that you have really read, you, I, I don't think anybody could have uh, paraphrased or summarized it better than that. Uh, what is a cryptocurrency? I will just use some, uh, maybe one or two words to summarize what we have just said. Uh, cryptocurrency in short form is a 
currency, as the name implies, and it's a virtual currency. Uh, the uh, the uh, another unique thing about this about cryptocurrency is that it is decentralized. Uh, what does this term means? When we say something is as, uh, allowed or, or could be used as a form of payment for transaction, you know, just like your regular money. Think think about the regular money that you spend. Um, I mean, from whatever country or from whatever location you are listening to this podcast. In US, you use US dollars. In you know, in in Europe, in Africa, every country have their own individual currencies. And these currencies are being regulated by that individual countries. But when you talk about cryptocurrency, it is decentralized. Nobody can say, or oh, I tell you that I own this. You know, that gives everybody freedom to own, and it's like a common wealth for everybody, whereby everybody has access to it. Everybody can, uh, you know, you, you are able to fork it, you are able to... Uh, to uh, uh, to, to communicate with it, then descent. I mean, uh, decentralized. That is what the decentralization means. So, so no, no yes. So no, 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 no country can say, "Oh, we 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 control this," or we can individually regulate it. So it is decentralized. What um, problem does this solve? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that is where where I'm going. You see, one of the things that make uh, uh, commodity so so scarce or costly is because of the middleman. You know, when you look at even some of the utilities that we use, where uh, 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 most of the company, you know, we have to you have to pay for the uh, uh, offices, pay for people who manage this and that. But when you eliminate all those middlemen or all those channels, it creates another weight for itself. So, in, in summary, what crypto has come to do is to solve the problem of poverty in one way, is to enrich people in, adult, in another way, and also is to ensure that there is a global transaction medium for everybody, whereby uh, 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 it, it's also a, a, a safe haven for reserving your money. Uh, though that is some to some extent is agreeable because some people argue that the or and of, of and of which it is true the crypto is I mean crypto space is highly volatile but if you know how to play your game very well you will see that majority of people have really earned their living and they have solved the problem of poverty through this medium called crypt- cryptocurrency. Wow, thank you, Peter. Thank you. I knew, I knew, I know you. Uh, you always do justice. Thank you for that brief and fantastic answer. So, what type of cryptocurrencies do we have, and which ones do you think we should invest in? Because I know there are a lot of them. Yeah, that, uh, that that's a good question. I, I will start by um, instead of recommending that you should go into A or B, I will start by what is the market capitalization of the cryptocurrency uh, currency space in the world as of today. As of uh, as of this month, August 2021, that we are talking, the uh, crypto market retake is about two trillion dollars in in the market capitalization, and you know this uh, market cap can go up or swing or come down a little bit depending on the on the market volatility. Uh, at maybe about 
three, four months to this time, it was around 1.5 trillion. And you know, as Bitcoin gains, as other one gains, then this market cap increases. As of today, uh, we, we have up to 4,000 type of cryptocurrency. And what we will say is this, uh, why Bitcoin is the most popular, it is not the strongest. Ethereum fork or Ethereum infrastructure are the most strong because from Ethereum, a lot of other coins have been forked from Ethereum. Why from uh, 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 Bitcoin, the limitation of how many could be in circulation, which is going, going, going to be just 21 million. And out of that, 80 million has already been mined. So from that, you know, um, uh, five years, seven years to this time, Bitcoin is not as crazy or as costly as it is. I could remember back in 2014, 2015, each Bitcoin still worth less than $2,000, maybe around $1,000. And wow. at that time, it's only the brief that I really want to go into it because people don't understand it. But uh, I will recommend for anyone, even if you cannot afford Bitcoin itself because of the, even if there are other currencies that are even uh, costly. Than, uh, than Bitcoin, I believe, about two, two of them. Uh, but anything fork under Ethereum infrastructure, they are still good, including Ethereum, Ethereum itself and some others. So you can read about them. There is uh, Cardano, um, uh, there is Link, which is called Oracle. And it's, uh, 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 it's always good before you even invest into it. Look at a little bit brief history called uh, White Paper about it. Look at what they do, what those coin was fucked for because each of them serve different purposes and they are also owned by different kind of people and also uh, you look at the institutional ownership that is one of the things that really promote the uh, bitcoin itself when the institutions start buying into it then the price skyrocketing you know that kind of a thing Wow, thank you, thank you. Uh, there, there are a lot of questions, but I'll pick them one by one. You know, the other question I have for you is, what is blockchain and can it be hacked? Yeah, uh, as we explained, you know, uh, uh, crypto is a virtual currency. So which means it's not physically in your hand. They are being stored through computer system. And as you know, anything that is being stored that has internet accessibility is prone to scammer or is prone to be you know to be act and that is why we have uh cyber securities people even in organization one of the things that even countries faces these days are the hackers however there are ways to ensure that you secure your investment in crypto without leading into trouble you know one of the example is when you see that your investment is you know getting to something that you consider that you cannot tolerate losing or hacking. That is why we have something like Ledger, you know, whereby you can store it in the code. So it's not really active. You know, you 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 collect your investment and put it in. So that looks like a flash whereby you can actually store it and it, it is not accessible to the internet. Uh, another thing is this, since anything that runs on the internet can be, can be hacked, security of your internet in your home storing of your password who have access to your system all those things are very important uh running um uh, you know antivirus on your system those are helpful uh, um, uh steps to take to ensure that you are not being hacked 
But you know, anything that run on internet, because most of the application or site where we trade these uh, uh, cryptocurrencies, you have to create username, create password, all those things. So they are still uh, um, a medium within the internet that you transact this. And you know, uh, hackers are looking for all this kind of information. So you need to protect them. Oh, fantastic. Now, just a follow up to that question. What are the jobs that the blockchain will eliminate, the professions? Uh, the, the job that the blockchain the chain will eliminate, I can't really say. reason is this. Um, if you think shallowly, you can think, you can say, okay, yeah, when something advancement or when advancement is coming into a certain area of economy, then some people are losing their job. But don't forget, when you, when you are thinking that way, that advancement is creating another job on its own. For instance, I just said an, an example of one of the jobs that the crypto... Because as people are thinking of my account is going to be hacked, then there will be institutions that will create courses on cybersecurity. When those people, you know, when those people seek for admission, definitely they pay for the training, they pay for the course and stuff like that. When they graduate, they are gainfully employed, just like in every organization today you know that kind of thing when you talk of ai now uh, i remember when i was jokingly talking to a friend a uh, couple of um, uh, months ago in the technology and the example he cited is that okay look at amazon now very soon now those drivers will not be able to have their job again those people will do the sorting because uh, amazon is deploying all this technology but don't forget it, what this technology or what this new way of doing business is bringing about is to awaken your spirit and your mind to think differently rather than doing things manually you now automate it so you know it though it, it will be a little bit competitive but it's i am of opinion that it will create more jobs even than the one that will be lost but definitely there will be there will be some jobs that will be eradicated or rechanneled and that is why even in my mind you don't have to be stagnant what you have been doing for the past 20 years, you have to think differently. What how can I do this thing differently? Remember when uh, Windows, you remember even the storage when you know a, 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 a whole house, uh, the storage for the for the entire house. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's not up to like two two megabytes. And when you are talking about even one terabyte storage now, two terabyte storage now, it's just a thumb drive. So that's a new way of, of thought. Does it mean that we don't have to store something again? No, but we have to do it differently. Thank you. Okay, so people should not be scared of losing their job, people in real estate and other areas. All right, there's this question also that I just quickly want to put out there. I know, I mean, a lot of people are now showing interest in Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, and what have you. So they want to know, there are a lot of apps out there. I know you're also an IT specialist. So they're asking, what is the best app for cryptocurrency oh <laughs> uh from uh, where uh, like in my usual way of taking things i wouldn't say one is best but i may be able to uh elaborate a little bit advantage of one over the others Please go um, ahead. yeah so uh let me start with something like uh, uh blockfi blockfi is an app on its own that apart from you trading uh, uh, cryptocurrency in that platform, they still give you certain percentage, just like when you save your money in the bank, 
uh, even though uh, uh, savings in the bank doesn't pay a lot of interest. But in, in terms of the crypto, we have some that pays on daily interest up to like 5%. We have some that are lower than that. We have some who are, that are higher than that. So that is an advantage. That means even though you deposit money to trade crypto, the crypto that you buy is not just sitting there. It's also making money either the crypto comes down or goes up according to the market fluctuation. Uh, there is another one called Voyager. It's also does it also does the same thing, uh, similar to BlockFi. And you know, most of these apps that are coming up now, they are now introducing what we call this uh, 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 interest investment, whereby apart from your normal crypto that you have or regular crypto that you have is still pay you interest uh one of the one that i will say is one of the oldest and you know very popular is also coinbase uh i i i think i started using coinbase in 2014. it's so good so robust whereby they've even gone into a public uh, uh, uh traded company now so you can use that as well uh you can buy uh to a to a certain extent uh, uh, Coinbase has introduced some interest base as well on some coin, uh, whereby you have to save it securely. You might not trade it during that time. Then they pay you interest on it. They started with Ethereum a couple of months ago, and I think they are doing well. And when you look at it, uh, those money are like free money to you uh, because uh, whatever, whatever happened to the uh, Bitcoin, either upswing or downswing, you are still earning your interest on that in as much as you keep your asset. Uh, another one that I will also say is Binance. The Binance is limited by your location. Um, uh, to an extent, uh, you might have some difficulty if you are a US resident and you want to use it unless uh, you want to use a VPN of another country to buy it, which I do not recommend if you don't know your way around it because you won't say, hey, it is through the platform or app day that I, I learn how to do this or this. <laughs> they, are, they are legit. They are legit. But, you know, I, I don't recommend anybody venturing into something that you don't know how to do so that you won't lose money because it involves you claiming to be in another identity, you know, outside of the zone that you are allowed to do. So those are the um, little, little benefits that they have over each other. And also in terms of the um, the transaction fee that they have whenever you buy or you sell, most of those platforms that I've explained, they have different charges. Uh, you know, some are a little bit higher, some are higher than the other. But above all, whatever platform that you used to buy, you can still collate your coins and store it off internet like using the ledger that i mentioned the, the other time okay all right fantastic fantastic peter that's really awesome okay now uh how do you start investing in crypto and how do you make money from cryptocurrency can you explain that to us yeah sure how, how to start is to start from anywhere that has been my policy. And uh, whenever I have opportunity to explain this, what I usually tell people is that the best thing to understand something, either technology-wise, either your career or anything, is to get started and get your hands wet. How do you get your hands wet? The first thing is to, you can go on Google. You can go on Infestopedia.com or some other platform. You know, just search what are the app of some of those that I've mentioned. 
create an account, opening an account, it doesn't hurt. You don't have to start trading immediately. Create an account, watch some crypto as they, you know, as they move, look at the daily trend, look at how, uh, how each of uh, maybe daily gains and stuff like that. And by the time you will do that for a few days, you will have, you know, you understand some little, little structure about how things move. Then the next thing is to deposit, you know, any amount you can afford to lose. Sorry, I, I just have to call a spade a spade. When, when, when I say any amount you are you can afford to lose, it doesn't mean that any money invested into crypto, you are going to lose it. No. But I usually encourage people, you cannot time market. You can only study it. And you have to have a policy for yourself that don't see uh, cryptocurrency as a kind of gambling whereby you can say, oh, if I throw $1,000 tonight by tomorrow, yes, 1000 can become 2000 because it's highly volatile. But don't forget, if 1000 can become 2000 overnight, it can as, as well become 500 overnight. So that, that's, that's well said. Any money you want to keep in, um, uh, you want to put into uh, cryptocurrency, the first thing you need to think about is that what is my entry point and what is my exit point? Your entry point is the amount. After studying the moving average, after studying the market, the amount you know that, oh, this crypto is likely to come back. Maybe based on the government policy or based on any policy that can come or the market driver. And once you get in through that, your entry point, you need to, you know, before you get in, understand when do you want to exit. And that is how to make money from from crypto. You, you make a determination that, okay, I want to go into this market or this particular crypto when it is a thousand dollars and immediately it gets to a thousand five hundred and i'm exiting out don't be greedy you don't have to because you have set that goal for yourself god goes so good if it gets to a thousand five hundred the next week sell it out take your profit or sell half of it take your profit you know, and reinvest that money again. But at the end of the day, you see that your principal is already out or your game is already out. You have to, you know, everybody have their own way of whatever you set as your target. Or you can go with some prediction whereby some people predict certain amount that uh, uh, Bitcoin will get to maybe at the end of this year or next year, Ethereum, the same thing. I don't want to mention those amounts here so that some people will not uh, take it like, oh, (laughs) exactly. But you know, there are some predictions over the internet about all those currencies. You can use that to time when do you want to get in and, okay, do I want want to wait until those predictions come to reality or do I want to sell when it even gets to half of that price, then you've, you've made your money. Oh, brilliant. Fantastic. Now, can crypto trading is it taxable? Yes, definitely. You know, uh, uh, especially I, I believe majority of the uh, people listening to this are U.S. residents or U.S. people. Anything you do in U.S. is, uh, you, you know, in as much as you make money, you have to pay government, pay the CISAG what belongs to CISAG. It, 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 it is what it is. So, uh, and you need to understand the two types of. Uh, tax that you pay, either the short-term gain or long-term gain. Uh, any investment that you make within, um, I mean, less than 12 months or, or, or less, they are considered the short-term gain. And, you know, you pay more in taxes on those than those ones that are long-term investment. Now, depending on what goal you set for yourself, 
Some people set goal based on years. Some set it based on the percentage increase. Some might say, okay, I am trying $10,000 into cryptocurrency markets today. I immediately, my $10,000 become $15,000. I'm selling. So if your $10,000 become $15,000 in a month and you sell, you know that definitely you are paying taxes based on that and it is considered a short-term gain. But if you set your goal based on maybe a timestamp, say, okay, I am buying this, no matter what, I just want to use it to, uh, to escape from maybe whatever, maybe over being overtaxed based on probably what you are making in another job and stuff like that. And maybe you have a goal that, okay, I'm investing this and I will at least leave it for minimum of two, three years. So whatever happened, if you look at the graph of crypto, look at the past three years, that have been up and down, up and down. But if you are not really, uh, you know, um, uh, if, if you are not really in distress or in, in an issue whereby you have to withdraw your money in emergency, you will see that any amount you have invested into crypto space in the past three years, if you are to sell today, you are likely going to make times 100% of that investment. So, but... Definitely, when it comes to your tax, I will advise again to consult your tax advisor, which I'm not one, but definitely I know it's in those two categories. Thank you. Thank you. One one more question before we go, okay? Uh, who, who controls sure. it? Is there any form of control anywhere for cryptocurrency? Uh, for now, you know, the regulation has not really been stable across the board on crypto, but each country is trying as much as possible to regulate or to control. But you cannot control crypto space itself, but each country can control how much their citizenry invest and make as profits. For instance, now, if you are a U.S. citizen or U.S. people now, for you to invest into most of this market, when you are registering, you register with some PCI information, you know, your, your, some, some, some information that can identify you, something like your name, your age, including even your social security. And you know, in US, anything you have your social security, they don't need to seek your consent before pulling the record. So mm -hmm. definitely, someone knows that, hey, Ade, you invested 10K here, in this year, you make 10K over. So, uh, you know, you have it's to pay not <laughs> So It's not hidden again. So, uh, there was a time whereby some country in Africa, we either they ban uh, trading of uh, Bitcoin or stuff like that. So, each country is trying some mail to put things in place. Some claim that they are doing it to prefer money laundering. But I don't think any specific country have been able to record success on that because the crypto space itself is decentralized. You don't have to live in a certain country before you can trade it or before you can keep it and stuff like that. So it's uh, at this moment, at this material point in time, it is not regulated. Wow. Thank you very much, Peter. Okay. Well, can I just ask you a straightforward question? Yeah, this sure. is maybe yes or no, but if you want to explain, no problem. Is crypto here to stay? Definitely, it is. Yes, it is come to stay. Uh, but some people are still afraid to trade on it. So what I usually recommend for people about it is this. If you can, if you can trade stock, definitely you can do crypto. But if you are really, you know, uh, not really um, believing in it at this point, it doesn't mean that it's going away. The, uh, I, I think the other approach will have been that 
when crypto goes into the, into uh, 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 I mean dis- disappear from the space, I, I don't, which I don't think so. So it has come to stay. And what I would recommend is that in your investment portfolio, make crypto at least twenty percent of your invest- investment por- portfolio, and make sure you monitor it closely. Uh, don't be greedy if you have one, and uh, before you get into it, uh, you know have a a, a plan about when am I coming in, when am I exiting out. That will really help. All right. Thank you very much, Peter. My biggest lesson today is not when to get in. You must have an exit strategy. I like that very much. So that's our bit today at Atlanta Discourse. We have been speaking to Mr. Peter Oladeji. He's an infrastructure engineer and an investor. He's a fantastic dad, I can tell you, you know, and is my go-to person when I want to know about crypto and investment. So thank you, Peter, for coming to Atlanta Discourse. Thank you very much. Thank and, you uh, so much, Ade, for having me. Yeah, we'll not hesitate to call you again. That's our bit for today. Uh, uh, thank you for all our listeners, and I wish you all a fantastic weekend ahead. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.